game begin. Hey, hey, Jagum Nerds fans! It is episode 92, and we did something unthinkable tonight. We are talking the sacrosanct topic of all nerddom, sports. We did talk <laughs> some sports. We got some Quidditch in there, too, though, and disc golf, so I don't know how sporty we actually get. So, okay, some redeeming factor. <laughs> some redeeming. But then we also, in true, uh, I don't want to say couple, but pair fashion, <laughs> buddy cop fashion... Zach and I talk about the new Rescue Rangers movie that just came out on Disney Plus and all of its like cameo glory. Find out all this and more. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So Kevin, Zach, you've been surviving the baseball madness. Baseball's been crazy. It's over. Um, Sweet, you know, both boys balls made both boys made all stars, and we declined both. See, that that is the difference, because I remember being a kid and like, oh, the season's over, and I, I never knew why my parents were like, oh, darn, darn season's right. over, and now yeah. I totally get it. It's nuts. Just the travel and the late nights, and like, yeah. oh, sweet, I get to ruin your bedtime, or throw off our routine, and I still go to work in the morning. <laughs> yep. And there's two of you boys doing it on different yeah. fields. Oh, like yeah. it's, it, and I'm sure they're different nights too, right? Usually. Usually, mm-hmm. and it was better last year when Theodore was in the lower age league because their fields are literally like twenty feet apart. So oh, if nice. at the same time, you can stand in the middle and watch them both. But now Theodore's is like half a mile away. So what? What was his jump? I mean, now that he's he's like... in Tenu, so Tenu is kid okay. pitch. Kid pitch. Yep, that's kid the pitch. big. Yeah, that's, that's the maker. That's that's the make or break. Is what I've what I've been finding like. Kids love or hate baseball based on how many times they get hit by the ball. Or just can't hit it, period. You know, like, yeah, first well, there's that. Because yeah. kids, they're so young and they're trying to learn to get that control mm-hmm. and it's not there. So, yeah, you get hit, you know, half the time you're up at bat. <laughs> well, there's, it's more the walks. Like, uh, okay. they just throw balls all the time. because the kids All the time. So some of the games are like, oh, my gosh. And are they Thankfully, rec? Yeah, this is, yeah, this is a rec. This is more of a rec league. Um, but this one, the, the spring league, is more of the competitive league. So the the kids that get selected from All-Stars go on to create a team for a state tournament. Um, okay. And they both both boys got selected, but All-Stars are in different cities. Oh. <laughs> over the same weekends. So like, oh, no. I think I remember but, you no, telling me this. No. Like, you're yeah. going to be going to, like, the middle of nowhere, South Georgia? Yeah, they're, like, an hour and a half apart. Yeah, no. On thanks. the same weekends, <laughs> right? No thanks. So, and no. you know, it's also Georgia summer, so I mean, you start playing games it's in June, brutal. and it it's is brutal. hot. <laughs> it's brutal. Last year, it was nuts because there's like hundreds of people out of these fields, and like, and if you win, you play the next game. But you might the first game could be at nine a.m. and the second game could be at like four o'clock. Oh, I remember tournament days, and, you know, as a kid, you just like, oh, this is just, it is what it is, but now I'm looking at the parent the logistics, parent, like, dude. because my brother wasn't playing the games I was playing, so, all right, we got to occupy this this four-year younger brother for right. who knows how many hours, could be four hours, could be 12, you don't know. Right. And then, and so I, as a parent, I, you're like, I want you to do well. I want you guys to win, <laughs> but please lose. Yeah, but if you lose, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's ice cream for everybody. 
<laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I remember um, when I was uh, – I played one year of varsity ball. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I say played. That was loose. I, I was a pinch runner. Um, okay. if that tells you my skill level comparatively to the rest of everyone else on the team. Um, but, uh, I, I remember when we made it into the playoffs, it was toward the end of the school year. And that's mm-hmm. when I knew like, yeah, baseball just must not really be for me. Cause that was the first time I remember thinking, well, if we lose the first game in this tournament, that will at least give me more time to study for finals and oh, like, being, and then being like totally okay with that. Right. <laughs> like first game into the tournament. Yeah. Um, and yeah. uh, we, we ended up we ended up losing, and I was like, you know, trying to secretly Sweet. be like, yes, yeah, I get to go study for finals because I was that yeah. nerd. Yeah, yeah. Max Max is that nerd. Okay. Theodore is not. He is. I don't want to. He's probably the best player on his team. Okay. He's he's the kid that already dives for the ball. Very okay. instinctive. So he could go um, the distance. He can go the, di- but he can he can pitch a complete game at tenu and like have multiple strikeouts and not rely on his infield. Awesome. Like okay. he's that kid. He has no speed or power yet behind his pitches, but he's by far the most accurate in the entire league in terms Listen, of pitching, in which tenu, is what you need that, at tenu. All, yeah, that's all you need. The the speed starts coming when you get to that that thirteen fourteen ball. Right, because the it, kids are scared to swing half the time, yeah. so they just they expect that you're, they're going to walk them. So mm-hmm. when Theodore gets up and strikes him out, they're like, they cry and they're like, you didn't swing. So don't be <laughs> mad at yourself. Be mad at yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like, Oh no, you actually have to swing the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man. Oh, baseball. baseball. So does, does, uh, does Theodore have a like position he gravitates towards? Like is pitcher his thing or well, still kind so of deciding? You, ha- you have limited pitch, a limited pitch count. Um, based off of your arm at that age. Right, so right. He pitches when he can pitch, but he's that kid who's like, I'll play whatever. Just put me. And he can legitimately play whatever. He li- okay. he likes short and second because the balls get hit to him. More. Oh, yeah. Short stops where it's at, man. <laughs> um, but he will probably, because we can hold kids, he'll probably stick at first because our first baseman aged out. Okay. So he'll probably be first and pitcher, and then other kids will be have their set positions. Okay. Well, that'll work out well because with uh, if you hmm. you know go in between first and pitcher, you don't throw at all as a first baseman, right. and then you throw all the time as a pitcher. As a pitcher, right? So yeah, so we'll see. But he he plays whatever. Huh? Like, you know, he'll play whatever. Right. I I remember the pitch count was something that was just starting to be implemented when I played. <laughs> yeah. Because I I remember I was in eleven and twelve. And that was when it was kind of like a new rule. I don't know if it had mm-hmm. been in competitive ball for a while, but I remember it was kind of like, oh, yeah, wait, this kid is at how many? Oh, we got to take him out. Oh, oh that stinks. Oh, yeah, because, oh, yeah, I mean, it was like I, I, when you're in rec, you have one good player on a team, and then everyone else right. is there to have fun. But to then the fun, irony right. is that it's really hard to have fun when everyone sucks. <laughs> right. um, uh, but, I mean, that that's why you play rec league, because I will say the leap – for when you start going competitive, like travel teams is huge. It's huge, but it's and it's so expensive travel. So ball. expensive, and, and the hours are ridiculous. Like I, right. so I played one season of competitive ball, and like we were never home. And then my brother, right. this is hilarious. Even just thinking about this, I almost feel like it was like toddlers and tiaras levels of ridiculous. But my brother played competitive t ball. Sure. Which just wrap your mind around that right. competitive 
t-ball i mean like, I've really had kids, guys I've had, I've had kids play t-ball and it's kind of like really... uh, but like competitive t-ball yeah it was the parents that were insane because mm-hmm. i mean they're trying to vicariously live through their kids so i mean t-ball. I, t-ball. I saw i saw more parents get ejected from competitive t-ball games than i saw in older age groups it's <laughs> going nuts. forward it's nuts man yeah, and I mean, it's like, nuts. just red-faced yelling at a five-year-old right. because they let a ball go by them at third base. At third at, base, because yeah, he was picking, because playing with the dirt, right? Yeah, because nothing had happened for the past twenty minutes, <laughs> right? Uh, but anyway, when he did competitive t-ball, I felt like I was always on the road. I mean, now I, right. I grew up homeschooled, so I mean, for me, being on the road did not mean a break. It just meant, all right, bring your reading and and right. grammar math with you. Right. Uh, but I'm like, man, it's it's insanity the amount right. of commitment. So I mean, I, I've talked to Meredith about. It. I'm like, if our kids have fun in sports, we might get them connected. Like, all right, play after church. I, I don't know, like, unless right. you actually show aptitude, like. No, you, and, and you that's could. the problem. Theodore like could, like, right? He because that's all he cares about. Mm. Yep, and he, yep. he he told us he's like, Dad, I I know I like football. I know I'm all in on baseball. Like I don't want. Mm. I just want baseball, baseball, baseball. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> but, You're like, hooray! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and it's not because like I didn't grow up liking baseball. I still I'm not. I'm now growing into the sport. So as one mm. of the coaches, I'm more of like the, the cheerleader, motivator, organized communicator person. But I'm getting in. I see myself getting into it more. I still don't believe it's a true team sport. Um, really? It's half of a team sport. Huh. You think it, it's it, it's kind of like individual shine? And... It's, a, it's an individual sport masquerading as a team sport. But I have very strong feelings about sports and athletic competitions in general. Huh. I don't think I've ever. I don't think we've ever dove into this side of. I've made some people the, the, mad. The Kevin I've made, I've made some people mad. Real I, now, uh, like I, I'd love to dig into this more because I don't disagree with you about baseball. That I feel like. I mean, I mean, think about famous baseball players. It's right. like, oh man, Chipper Jones, and you're like, yeah, but what about the catcher and the first baseman and everyone sure. else that helps him shine? But I mean, and I guess that's true in in many many sports. Um, but baseball, I think you can have the, the prima donna that kind of, well, it's not, it's not that well, I think for me, it like it offensively, you generally have one person on the field, but what makes it not a true team sport is that you don't have the same number of players on the field starting at the same time. Hmm. It's okay. One offensive player versus versus what? (laughs) Nine other nine people. Um, Um, and that's sort of like, and, and really it's the, pitcher versus the the pitcher and the catcher versus the batter <laughs> and then everyone else cleans up and their the, mess if the and everybody cleans up the mess, mess up. if he happens to hit it right uh-huh huh yeah but that that and that and that i have just some fundamental issues with baseball in terms of like balance scheduling and salary cap and stuff that stuff that'll never change and unifying of rules stuff mm-hmm. that'll like old school stuff that'll never change so, so do you think it's it's a artificially inflated sport as far as number of games? Like, it's just way too many. Oh, I do, I do think that it was 182. Oh, it's insane. Like games don't matter. Yeah, no, like, I mean, and that and that's why I'm like, what? Why have three game series? Like, right. uh, and you know, maybe it was all right. You're just trying to maximize number of days to justify the sure. cost of a stadium. But I mean, now that most stadiums are shared. Um, I mean, a I, I think are, of a lot Mer- are. Mercedes-Benz. I mean, it's it's Atlanta Falcons and Atlanta United, not but, to mention but, a bunch of but, events. But Arthur Blank owns both of them. 
Right. <laughs> he owns, right. So, so it's really his thing. But yeah, so baseball is sort of all out of whack for me. And then the defining the difference between a sport and an athletic competition, I'll get into many arguments about that. Huh. So, so, so I, I don't sport, know if I've ever, I don't yeah. know if I've ever like tried to differentiate them. So a, a sport has a definitive winner, meaning I scored more points than you. Okay. An athletic competition means I was judged, and based off of the judge, I have the highest score. Okay, so gymnastics, you would say, is an athletic competition. And not a sport, right. Whereas tennis is a sport. Correct. Huh. Okay. And, huh. and, then, and then people... So, so, got, so yeah, it's yeah. to simplify it even more, a sport has an objective outcome, whereas athletic competition is a sub- subjective outcome? Essentially, yeah. And, ba- and there's... Based, based off of objective skills. Right. Well, but but there's like nuances to that. So most people get on me like, oh, you just don't like figure skating and this, that, and the other. I was like, well, boxing and mixed martial, mixed martial arts, which I love, straddles the line. Because hmm. if it goes to decision, that whole thing was an athletic competition. Unless I knock you out or make you tap out, huh, then, it goes so, to de- then it goes to decision. <laughs> so depending on the outcome, it was either a sport or an athletic competition based off right. of that definition. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I've I've never really thought about it in those terms because you know do you so the Olympics I guess some competitions some are, some would be sports and then some are uh, yeah. but yet they're all called athletes. I agree with that statement. Hmm. They are all athletes. Just some like sports are different than athletic competitions. So so for you, football is more of a true team sport because it's it's eleven on eleven like it's right. Okay. But even or, or but, soccer, but you, or well, soccer. So, soccer and hockey are probably even deeper because your offensive and defensive players are on the ice or on the field at the same time all the time. Whereas, uh, okay, whereas, whereas football, football you, have you, different, you have different teams, yeah, right? <laughs> or, and I guess rugby is sort of the same way in terms of everybody on the same field. Yeah, um, we should not uh, insult right. rugby at all. I know no. too many people play rugby who will come find us and kill oh, us. Oh, absolutely, because they're all like six <laughs> ten and four hundred pounds of muscle. Yeah, <laughs> dude, have you ever been to a rugby game? Yeah, they're brutal. So Aaron, who still yeah. has not showed his face in season three, uh, start we're starting to worry about you there, buddy. Um, he uh, he plays rugby, yeah, and he, I mean he's he's just straight up broken his nose mm-hmm. several times. Um, in fact, one of my favorite stories is he he had like dislocated his nose, and then his wife brought him off of the sidelines <laughs> and just literally went, "All right, hold still." <laughs> And just popped his nose back back in place. place. Yeah, (laughs) like go play, honey. (laughs) Get back out there. Get back out there. The benefits Um, of having a nurse as a spouse, right? Um, Or one of the one of the the drawbacks, because then they insist on no, we can take care of it. (laughs) A little bit of both. Uh, So, so what to you is the perfect sport? What what makes the top of your list then? Football is what I've historically grown up with, okay. In terms of sports, but I've I have been getting more into hockey and more into baseball recently. Basketball, not so much because you, not so much now, but in like you can have one player take over an entire game. Yeah, and see, that sort of that sort of ruins it for me in terms, of, at least professionally. That's a little different at the college level. Yeah, I. I just never got into basketball because of the lack of variety. Like I, I understand, you know, teams have to 
sure have different de- defenses and you know the, the, there is there is strategy involved but for me just the back and forth back and forth right. and the fact that there's so many points like for me right. i love soccer <laughs> because a game can be sided between one goal like like right. that uh, whereas in, in in basketball you're never going to see someone win 108 to 2 <clears throat> <laughs> like right, it, it, I mean, unless yeah. you're like in high school, right? Yeah, unless you're in high school and the other team was just awful, <laughs> right? Uh, and stuff like that happens in high school. Oh yeah, with some of the elite teams for sure. Yeah, I've been, uh, we've been watching the hockey playoffs recently. Um, so I'm from Florida. We're we're Tampa Bay Lightning fans in this house, and okay. it was nuts. It was nuts the last game. It was Florida, Florida against Florida, essentially Florida Panthers against uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Wow. Um, what some Flo- crazy- Florida teams pulling out the hockey. Yeah. Well, Tampa's the Stanley Cup winner the last two years in a row. This shows how so much this- I know about hockey. Right, exactly. I know, uh, which is fine. <laughs> Not a lot of people do. Um, it's one of those sports that you have to sit next to someone who knows it and is ruined and is able to, okay, you're going to ruin this game for me. Ask whatever questions you want while we watch. <laughs> All right, I'm going to invest in you so that you too can become a hockey fan. But that's how you have to really do it. But hockey's mm-hmm. fun too. We have a team up in Gwinnett, um, North Atlanta area. They're fun to go to. Lots of fights because it's minor league hockey, but fun. That, I've, I've heard it said that uh, I, I went to a fight and a hockey game broke out. Right. <laughs> Ironically enough, I've, I've gone to professional lacrosse games. And they're sometimes more violent than some of the hockey games I've gone to in terms of fights. Really? I've never it, been to a professional lacrosse. It's crazy. So, again, up in Gwinnett, up in the north side, um, they play music over the entire game. They try to get people as rowdy as possible. <clears throat> it is the least profitable professional sport. <laughs> so most of the coaches don't even get paid. They're just hoping they're doing it for the love of the sport to hope it take off. And every wow. player – Every player has a full-time gig, like as a teacher or something, and they fly in and they play for the, and they get like two hundred bucks a game. It's like you know nothing. that that sounds about right because I remember, funnily enough, we shot a commercial for the Atlanta Blaze mm-hmm. um, back in like 2016, and they play out of uh, Kennesaw, Georgia. Yeah, and we, I mean, we were talking to some of the players. I mean, they were. Athletes. I mean, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, six five, muscular, and massive like, so cardio. You, you know, what do you do? And he's like, well, I'm actually a physical trainer that <laughs> lives in Chattanooga. And we're like, yep. what? He's like, yeah, that this is almost volunteer. Um, <laughs> it, it, like you said, I think he made like a hundred bucks a game. Yeah, but he's like, I, travel I, cost. Yeah, it basically offsets travel. Um, yeah. He's like, but I just love the sport, and yeah, I want more people to find out about it. Yeah, for There's me, a, yeah. For me, the sport that I want to continue to grow is disc golf. Disc golf. So I I I I live to froth in the <laughs> the, the famous words of Andy. Um, they but, have a, they have a disc golf course in the fields where Theodore plays baseball. Oh wait, where do you play baseball? It's in Noonan. And there's a disc golf course there. Yeah. Huh? Is that on a? Is that like near the fairgrounds? No, it's off Hospital Road. I can huh. send you. I can send you the address. Yeah, please do. Because um, froth it up. Um, the uh, the the guy who who named Daggum Nerds, or at least gave the inspiration mm. of the name, uh, Michael. We I I play disc golf with him whenever we can. 
Sure. And what what I love about the sport is it's you know it, it's a lot less expensive golf. <laughs> oh sure. Because sure, I mean sure. most courses aren't don't charge anything, and for me it scratches two itches. You know I, I get to have some athletic competition. Uh, or, or I guess in this instance, it is a sport that is because more of a sport. like, mm-hmm. like you, you either have less strokes or more strokes, right. <laughs> like, so you uh, win. Right. um, but, uh, I also love hiking and very often Fin- like disc golf is, is one, one of the same or, or, but I mean, there's also a lot of like, unlike a golf course, you're never going to have a tree in the middle of a golf course or like multiple trees. Like you're not going to be in the middle of a forest playing golf. Um, right, but that will very often be where you'll find yourself in uh, in a disc golf course, which you know adds to the frustration. But for me, it's you know it's part of the beauty of getting to be out in nature. Yeah. Well, if we're talking about sports, we want to take off. You need to research the MLQ. In, wait, MLQ. Okay. It's a real thing. I promise. Men's League Quidditch. Major League Quidditch. Major League Quidditch. I have seen that, my friend. And so there's it teams everywhere. You can yes. buy like jerseys for these yes. teams. Where's the closest one to us? The closest one to us. There's got to be one in Atlanta. You know, that would New be a or- fun. New Orleans is the closest? New Orleans. So uh, There's Austin. not any in Atlanta. There's no- Oh, Charlotte Surely. might be the closest. So okay. I'm just looking at their list. But they're, okay. they're pretty spread out. Austin. I'll go. This is going to be in alphabetical order, so it might sound weird. Austin. Then Boston, Charlotte, <laughs> Cleveland, Detroit, Indianapolis, Kansas City, is it League City at wherever that is? League Minneapolis, City. New Orleans, New York, Ottawa, Rochester, San Antonio, Toronto, and Washington. Yeah, I guess Charlotte is the closest to the Atlanta yeah. area. We should go. That that would be such a fun random nerd trip. Uh, yeah. Go go see professional league Quidditch. Now I like I've I've watched the YouTube videos of of how the matches are played. I mean it's just hilarious to me that. They... And they have a patron, and they have so it's the Charlotte Aviators. They have a patron page. They have a Discord page. Um, wow. Yeah, you, they sell tickets. Uh, oh, what would be even more fun is to one year go out and they have open tryouts. <laughs> uh, I, I call Bludger. Um, that would be too much fun. Uh, that would be awesome. Now, did you ever play the video game? The no. Okay, so it was basically like FIFA's attempt at getting into the Quidditch game. Okay. Um, and uh, it was pretty bad. Uh, I'll, I'll just put it at that. I mean, it was like nice. uh, th- there was no variety. You play one game, and you've played every single one. And, <laughs> and yet you still had to win like 90 matches to win the World Cup. I mean, it was like... Oh my gosh, this is such a grind. Um, I, I think they literally designed the game with demos in mind. Like, okay, the kids will love playing this at the store. Oh, we didn't think they'd actually buy it. <laughs> or, or, or they didn't care that after you bought it, I mean, it's the same mechanic over and over and over. It also was not balanced to where, like, you could beat the computer handedly. Handedly. Um, like, even when it was on hard mode. So that there was a lack of care, as, as most movie video game video adaptations yeah. have so kevin uh kevin shared the uh the youtube link to the major league quidditch so you can w- like watch matches wow yep yep i remember watching one of these when it was first getting big oh there i just now, found it i just found it I've, i found the shop i'm gonna send you the shop as well please do <laughs> um you know another sport that i i always enjoyed playing and I am excited to see that it is gaining some traction, um, is Ultimate Frisbee. 
Did you ever Ultimate's play fun. Ultimate? When I yeah. play, when we lived in Florida, when Margaret and I first got married, we'd play like three or four times a week. Now, and and, and Ultimate, <laughs> by your definition, would be a sport because mm-hmm. you, you've got equal teams playing yeah. offense and defense. I mean, it's basically soccer with a with a disc. <laughs> yeah, Ultimate is is fun. We had some people get hurt. Um. But that's mostly the people that don't understand the rules. You can get a jersey for 60 bucks, man. Oh, my. That <laughs> is probably going to be a future purchase. <laughs> we should so go. Oh, wow. They got a good a good set of teams. They got some good logos yeah. going on here. Detroit's is probably my favorite. What's Detroit? Detroit Innovators. <laughs> the logo is probably my that's favorite. That's awesome. But wow. I feel, oh, they actually have it like a hat, too. Oh, no, that's a neck thing. So looking at it, apparently each each team does have their own. Yeah, I mean they got their own brand for all of this. Oh wait, what wow. is this? So Atlanta, what is A U D L? Wait, there's an Atlanta one. That's yeah, there is the Atlanta Hustle. The Atlanta Hustle. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, that is the American Disc Golf League. Oh yeah, I knew about the disc golf. <laughs> yeah, um, and so you can get an Atlanta Hustle is the disc golf um league so apparently this this is apparel.co they just have a bunch of like random they have a spike ball jerseys you can buy like all this bunch of random stuff um huh. spike ball i that's a game that I've, I've seen played but uh i've never partaken in myself it's wild dude have you played it yeah it's wild man um I, well i played it with like nieces and nephews and my brother Okay, so I, like I, I've seen it played, and I mean, it looks like it's tons of fun. I it's just... tons of fun if you're all if everyone playing is all in. Okay, like, you can get some lazy players, and it's like, dude, this game sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, you ha- they, got hit to them, and the game's over again. You don't have to be into them, but there's no boundaries, so you have to constantly be rotating. So if you have one lazy dude that doesn't want to move, doesn't want to hustle, then they're screwed. Then they're screwed. You well, there's nothing so. They can do. You got to be the Atlanta hustle if you're gonna if you're gonna make it happen for disc golf, dude. I, I seriously might buy a a, a Quidditch Char- jersey, a Quidditch jersey, <laughs> or or man, I mean the, the Detroit one. Now that I've seen the logo, I'm like, shoot, make the pilgrimage to Detroit. Same and what a rant, like, man, do, like some of these cities, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then other ones, it's like, where where is League City? Like League City Legends, like that almost sounds like it's a Pokemon. League City. League. Oh, Texas. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Then Texas has got. Where is League City? Is that like outside of Houston? Let's see. Aha! Right outside of Houston. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, Texas representing then. Yeah. Because they got. They do. Yeah, San Antonio and League City. That's I like Toronto. The Raiders is like this random raccoon. Wow, actually, so between Austin, League City, and San Antonio, <laughs> Texas, Texas is where Quidditch is alive and well. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, so <laughs> gnarly. That's awesome. So speaking of uh, fun random things, I got around to show. seeing the uh, the Chip and Dale movie that just recently dropped on Disney Plus. You're welcome. Off of your recommendation, I might add. You're welcome. That just that only's been out for maybe maybe a week. I know it, it's actually unusual that I've I yeah. get to see a movie this fresh off the presses, yeah. and it's short. It's only maybe an hour forty. Well, and listen, that's why we fit it in. Um, in fact, uh, in prep for this show, 
uh, Kevin was like, dude, you got to watch this movie. So I actually fit it in just last night with Meredith. And this is oh, huge because she, she, think of it? she sat through the whole thing. I mean, and, and, and I'll have you know that she was like, all right, I will watch the first 15 minutes. And if I don't like it, I'm, I'm going to watch. Yeah, she's like, I'm out. I'm going to go watch Call the Midwife. And I'm like, sure, I, sure. I'll take the, I'll, I'll take I'll, it. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. And after the first 15 minutes, she was intrigued enough to stay. Now, she she did not enjoy it nearly as much as I did, and that no. was that was purely because I'm I am busting a gut at the Easter eggs and just the meta Dude. of the whole movie. Uh, whereas, you know, for her, and I will say, if you don't appreciate the Easter eggs, it's like a six out of ten movie. But right. if you appreciate the, the Easter, Easter eggs, eggs? Dude. oh, ten out of ten. I so I watched it first... again today. Oh, really? <laughs> and I, I want to know your favorite Easter egg. Oh, because, my favorite? Because some, some of them I didn't see the first time I watched it. So this isn't rightfully an Easter egg, so I'll have to think of what my favorite Easter egg was. Sure. But I did not know this was in the movie, and I was laughing so hard that we had to pause. And it was this. One of the things in the movie, if you know nothing about the premise, it's the it, it, it takes – Almost everything out of the same, and I mean, Kevin, you can back me on this. It's yeah. like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So, so the in, universe, in many, in many ways, yeah. The universe is where cartoon characters mix with humans, and like there wasn't like an event where like right. the, they go the, they go to school together. They're yeah. just like I'm in the cartoon side of town. All of they, the, like, they just have normal. kids together, which we just try not to think about too hard. I mean, yeah. it's just it's it's just normal thing that that tunes right. and humans coexist. And, if you're a non non-binary person, you would love it. Yeah, perfect, right? So the uh, one of the things is uh, the cartoon characters are like actual actors. I mean, they're not <laughs> considered even cartoons. It's like, oh, there's an actor. So when they go to <laughs> what they what they labeled fan con, which I mean, you know, they, they, totally right. after Comic Con, <clears throat> right. the whole vibe and everything, you've got um, uh, wait, is it Chip or Dale? Dale. Dale. Um, Dale has a booth and he's surrounded by other tunes. Uh, so like Lumiere is in the booth next to him. Mm-hmm. Tigra, which uh, I confirmed is a Marvel part of the Avengers. Okay. So it wasn't DC. But then across, and <laughs> just talking about it, is Ugly Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the first iteration of the live action Sonic that the internet just lost its mind on. Like the, the one where they were going for like realism, but yet with right. human teeth. And, and, they, and they just hone in on the human oh, teeth. They, Fully lean in on it. I mean, like, even moments where, like, Ugly Sonic, which, by the way, they distinguish from regular Sonic. Like, he's his own distinct character. Yeah. And, like, Sonic is trying to tell Dale something, and then Dale, like, all the sound goes away, and all Dale is doing is staring at his human teeth teeth. in his mouth. (laughs) And, like, he just is transfixed. He's like, "Uh, huh? And he has to, like, (laughs) it is just so weird. I mean, I remember. Being a huge Sonic fan growing up, like, I had a Sega Genesis, played the Sonic games, loved them. Like, I remember being that person that when I saw mm-hmm. that first trailer, I'm like, what the heck is yeah. this fresh? He- like, this right. fresh pile of pixels is what they spent all these years doing? Like, I yeah. was so relieved when they, they did the more cartoon version of Sonic. Right. But just the fact that they completely trashed it. Yeah. And, I mean... Gave him the human teeth. He's basically he's riding on the curtails of how ugly he is. Like so, so yeah. his he has a pot belly. Yes, 
everything like, about him is just ugly, and he's kind of like a, a sleazy, like I don't yeah. know if I can trust you kind of character. And they call him Ugly Sonic. Like that's his yeah, character's and name, that's Ugly his name. Sonic. Ugly Sonic. That's his brand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was laughing so hard we had to pause. Yeah. Just just because like wow they went there. And, right. and that's kind of the tone of the rest of the movie. Like, they, there is nothing sacred as far as what <laughs> they make nothing. fun of. Um, well, and, like, I'll share my Easter egg, and then I'll... But before I do, like, some of the cameos they got? Like, oh my how word. the heck? Like, how, that or, like... Wait, does Disney own the rights to that? Um, right. They definitely don't own the rights to a lot of it. Yeah, but, but I guess... I mean, do you just claim parody law? I mean... I mean, there, there was even I moments. I guess you have to. I, I mean, there was even moments where, um, that like he said a line, and they're like, "Do you really think you'll get away with this? You mean making the gentleman's warehouse reference? <laughs> reference. Of course I do." Yeah, do. Right. So, so I mean, it almost reminded me of the Into the Spider Verse moment where you know he goes, "That's all, folks." Oh, Ooh. can I say that? Like, yeah. like uh, so. I don't know. I feel like. But they go so far. Like, there's a point in there where Chip is depressed and he's walking home and he sees a billboard for Batman versus E.T. Yes! And then they <laughs> and actually somebody do... watches it and he yeah. show, they show, like, 10 seconds of Batman versus E.T. That's what I was trying to figure out. I'm like, how do they get away with... And, it, uh, now... and it's the same bat suit that was used in Batman versus Superman. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, so I guess, you know, another, you know, that the, there is spoilers in this. So, yeah. so stop listening now if you don't want this spoiled. But I mean, the, the, the tension in the movie, the problem is that cartoon characters are being kidnapped, basically forced plastic surgery to where they're then bootlegged, which is right. basically like, you know, a, a knockoff version of themselves. And then they're forced to make knockoff movies, movies. in foreign markets. <laughs> Yeah, in foreign markets, right. And and, and so, so I yeah. guess in a sense, the argument could be made that like all of the the non Disney properties that they showed were bootlegged versions of the actual. But, but I they don't were know. the actual style. I mean, I don't know. So yeah, so Chip in this movie, so Chip is the one without the with the black nose. Mm-hmm. He's still in regular. He looks very cell shaded, like old school style. But Dale's like, yeah, I had the CGI surgery. So whenever <laughs> they get reboots, they like they show Baloo and Pumbaa, and they mm-hmm. have they're in all. They have they had the three D surgery? So it's it's pretty funny, man. Yeah, and that's funny. so that they can continue their career. Right. Um, but I I mean the I, I would not say this was a kids movie at all. Like, no, it I, was. It's been it was probably one of the better buddy cop films I've seen in a long time. Yeah, like it was a fun ride. Again, if you if you catch all the references, um, there's cause, cause so like, many. Like I, there was one scene where he's walking through downtown L.A. and it's all of the movie parodies. Because I mean, <laughs> Kevin mentioned you know Batman versus E.T. But one that had me howling was Mister Doubtfire, Mister Doubtfire, played by Meryl Streep. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, some of just the parody movie posters they made were amazing. Yeah, um, but. Aunt Man. Aunt Man, Paul Rudd. Paul yeah. Rudd, like, yeah, my original name was Aunt Man. <laughs> and my superpower was I was super attractive to ants. <laughs> to aunts. Aunt Man. <laughs> and, like, it's actually Paul Rudd sitting in yeah. a booth making this joke. Um, Lego Miserables. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Instead of Les Miserables. I laughed at that one. Um, they, they make reference to, like, so... Instead of drugs or like meth, it's stinky cheese. Like that's that's the drug, right? Um, but in addition to well, stinky cheese for Monterey Jack. 
So he was always attracted to sneaky cheese and rescue rangers. Yeah, but I, I felt like that was the term for drugs was stinky cheese. Now, like you I, th- know, I he, think so, maybe. Yeah, I, 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 lo- that... I love the part when he's like, "Yeah, I got off of it. I went dairy free." <laughs> um, and then, and then uh, uh, when they go to basically the equivalent of the drug dealer, who is a muppet, <laughs> right? <laughs> basically, a Swedish chef knockoff. Yeah. Um, he's like. I've got smell lines that'll bring you right up to the roof. Yeah. And by smell lines, it's like that animated thing coming off the cheese and, you know, it, it goes up your it goes nostrils. Up your nose, right. I got smell lines that'll take you to the roof. Um, but, but the other part of the underworld is Muppet fights. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I was just uh, laughing. I would love to see a series of this show. It's set up perfectly for a series. Like, kind of I in this universe? I hope they do it. In this universe, and I hope they do it. Hmm. I, I I don't know. That to me this is like I I don't know. I felt like this was a really fun flash in the pan. I almost feel like you'd you'd ruin it trying to stretch it out. I'm like, Maybe. okay, it was one really good idea. Just quit while you're ahead. I mean, I felt that way with Wreck It Ralph because Wreck It Ralph was I, I thought the first Wreck It Ralph was inspired. Well, I agree I agree with Wreck It Ralph. And then but the second guy, one like, was like mm. But with all the stuff that they, they threw in there, like how many times do you get to say South Park, Beavis and Butthead, The Simpsons, and Borat are in the same movie? All in the same movie. All and in it the just same movie. goes to show you just how much Disney owns our life. Because right. you go like, oh, wait, I guess they do own that. Oh, and they do own that. Oh, and they do but, own that. But, but then again, they don't own that, and they don't own that, and they don't own that. But I guess they can get away making fun of it if you claim parody. If you claim like, parody, right. Oh, my gosh. One of the bad guys is a dwarf. Right, a a like, uh, and, and and not like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Like, think fantasy dwarf, like like World of Warcraft. Yeah, World of Warcraft dwarf. And the part of town that they're in is Uncannyville. And so basically, they're like, "Hey, remember that part in the early two thousands when things were made to look real, but something was still way that wrong." Didn't look right. And and the the scene they're trying to talk with this dwarf. But he's not making eye contact with them. But he's like, no, yeah. I'm looking right at you. And like, he's got those dead polar express right. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, other, man. The other two main villains is like a Coke polar bear. It, in oh, like this the cardigan, Coke polar bear. In like a cardigan. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, Peter Pan, who has grown <laughs> old, so he can't get any jobs. <laughs> But and I mean, and they totally play on the whole child actor thing to yeah. where like successful child actor, and then they throw him out once he gets old and ugly. Right. Um, so and he's, so he, they make him ugly. Like he's oh yeah, he's like open shirt, super hairy, fat, just like oh they make yeah. him sleazy New New Yorker mafia dude. Right. I mean, totally lean into that. Yeah. Um, it's but awesome. It's uh, I I love that the movie is self aware. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it doesn't try to be serious. Like, like even all. even the serious moments they make fun of. Yeah. Um. And and they're making fun of other movies too. Like the the fact that that Chip is constantly making reference to why do new cartoons always have to rap? Rap. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make us rap. And then when they yeah. finally do their rap, it's like, my name is Dale. I hate a whale. <laughs> I don't well, eat whale. You, well, I don't eat whale. But once you rhyme Dale with whale, you can't think of anything else <laughs> yeah. to rhyme. <laughs> And then they rap about eating whales the rest about of the eating time. Whales for like, and it's like a three-minute scene. Three, four but, I mean, scene. you know, the fact that all of Lonely Island was involved. I mean, in the very beginning, right. it even says Lonely Island is given credit. So, I mean, that group. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I forget, is it Parnell? 
I, I forget the name of the guy who works with Andy Samberg, but I mean he makes uh, he makes an yeah. appearance as the as uh, Dale's agent. Yeah, um, who's always leading him astray. Right. Uh, Talk to me in seven years. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's it's a laugh a minute movie. Yeah. I think I think John is it Mulaney? Is that how you pronounce his last name? I think so. But him and Andy Sam uh, Andy Samberg as Chip and they were Dale. great together. Oh, so good. And the fact that they explain like, okay, the reason they have different voices rather than, you know, the chipmunks is that that was their actor voice. Right. They were acting. <laughs> that right. They were acting. Um, so their voices in real life are different. Um, yeah. But, I mean, if you are a Chippendale fan, this is not a reboot or a no, remake. not at all. Uh, barely even an inspired by. Uh, though I will say it was cool that they got the original voice actress back for Gadget. Yep. And uh, I think it was for Monterey Jack too. I don't think so. Maybe it is. He just sounded. Well, it, if it if it wasn't really close, really so I close, guess or right. maybe that's just racist of me thinking that all Aussie accents <laughs> sound the same. Sounds maybe. Um, but uh, I also thought it was funny that um, the uh, oh oh gosh, what's his name? Not Sparky, the little Firefly character. Like he, Zipper. he's silent. Zipper. Zipper. That's it. He's always silent in the cartoons, but then his voice actor is the Allstate guy. The Allstate, yeah. So like a really deep voice. A really deep voice. <laughs> and, him, and him and Gadget have like 27 kids, and they're all like some sort of mutated version of a fly and a mouse. I, it's kind of disturbing, but right. also funny at the same time. Right. Um, but uh, like it, it, it was just a fun movie. Right. And then what, with... With one exception, oh my gosh, the the gal who plays the female cop. Yeah. Oh, oh, Disney Channel levels of acting. I mean, oh, it for was sure. it was painful. Like but she, probably I, had, she probably had a total of fifteen minutes of screen time, though. She wasn't on a lot, but every time she was, it was one of those like, "Oh, honey, you're yeah. trying, you're right. trying so hard." Yeah. Um, I also like the the claymation. Uh, uh, the villain. Police chief. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> not only like playing off of the like, okay, so if you have a claymation, what does that look like in real life? Like they can shave parts of themselves off. Took off, it's really like, weird. You know, like, and you can freeze them. Yeah, freeze them. Like it was, it was uh, interesting to explore. Like th- there was just enough of a reality where they would thought like, okay, if this was real life, what would it you know manifest as? But Is then just life? you know enough ridiculousness that you know like they're Definitely. not taking it yeah, seriously. Whatever, not taking it serious. My favorite Easter egg. Okay. Is- yes. This is the I think the most Aaron's even come up in season three. That's Aaron, true. Aaron will love this Easter egg. There's a moment when the second time they're at FanCon, mm-hmm. there's a guy in a wheelchair dressed up like Pee Wee Herman with like the front of his bike in front of him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's like you really have to watch it to find all the Easter eggs in it. Oh, and I mean, there's moments where there's giant scenes where like you have to pause to take in all the little nuances because there, there was one that we we rewound because it, it was like there was a little blip in like the internet mm-hmm. feed, and then when I rewound, I'm like, that guy in the background's dressed as Ash Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, you, you would miss it the first time. I mean, like, I missed Volt- it. Voltron's in it. Oh um, yeah, I liked. I paused so at the end of the movie they release all these people cartoons. That were and they're all in. mashups. And they're all mashups. So it's you could pause and be crazy. like, this one's from here, this one's from here. But the other, the other funny thing is a lot. So there's some cartoons that cartoon characters that don't have acting jobs. Like when Chip starts, he's like an insurance salesman. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, he's there's people to, that he, have like that just have regular jobs. Well, he's an insurance salesman for coercive insurance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man. Oh, and like he <laughs> he gets home after a long day of work, and he's got a landline phone, and it's got the little flashing button for a uh, a message, and he goes, yeah. "There's a message on my landline. I don't like that." <laughs> <laughs> and he has a pet dog, like a Labradoodle. Yeah, but like, it's a full-size and, dog. And, and it's a real dog, not a cartoon dog. Right, because he's a chipmunk. Because <laughs> he's... Right. Uh, yeah, man, so that that it's, movie's fun. It's worth a watch for sure. Yeah, it, it's worth <laughs> it's worth a casual watch. Yeah. Um, this is not one that I would say, go out and see it now. It's going to get spoiled. Like, right. like, it's a movie that is just meant to, like, turn your brain off, have fun, and enjoy some 80s and early 90s references. It's what a summer movie should be. Turn your yeah. head off. No, well, it's what a beginning <laughs> of summer movie should be. Yeah. Like, th- this is a great way to ramp you into movie season. Yeah, um, for sure. Because, I mean, I'm saving up all of my, like, you know, all right, no, we're going to shut the doors, turn off my cell phone. I am going to be in the moment. It's going to be for Obi-Wan this weekend. Yeah, the you know, two episodes on Friday. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. So excited for that. I mean, eat your heart out, Stranger Things Season 4. I'm just going to be watching Obi-Wan. You know what would be might be fun to do? I know we're getting together in a couple weeks. I know. Next month. This time next month. But we could stream the entire... Everything except for the finale at, at one time. Huh, wait, well, yeah, let me let me try out the, so if two come out this weekend and it's weekly release, so that'd be episode three, episode four, five. Oh yeah, we would just be missing the finale. We'd just be missing the finale. Huh, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. We're going to be so busy chatting it up, hopefully. Chatting up and doing content. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that fun stuff, but who knows. Now, uh, that... did you uh, uh, probably, uh, or you know what? We can save this discussion for the after show. Okay. But uh, I was going to ask you about the new Thor trailer. Um, Dude. Have you seen it? I've seen it. I've okay, seen let's it. save that one for after show discussion because uh, I want to dive. I, and I really want to talk to somebody about Doctor Strange. But, I mean, I was, able, I was able to see it. So I traveled for work on opening week. And ah, I, was, I went to the dude. theater. I went to the theater with my buddy James from Cine Realist. First time we saw a movie together since Rogue One. Wow. Like since in theater. Rogue One. Since, That's... Well, Together in theaters because he okay. lives in he lives in a different state, um, but yeah, that movie was it was solid mid tier Marvel has probably one of my favorite death scenes of all time. In it. <sighs> see, like there's no way Meredith will ever be caught dead going to see that movie. Oh so, no! So she for won't. me, it's either going to have to be a work trip, and typically, and I don't know if I've brought this up on the uh, the show before, but I have an entire classification of movies that I call airplane movies. Oh, for sure. To where yeah. like the only way I'm ever going to be able to watch this movie is I have like, <laughs> I can't watch it from the kids. Yep. Meredith would never watch with me. So the only way I'll be able to watch it is if I'm on an airplane it's on a work trip. Right. Yep. Yep. So like I saw Joker that way. I saw yep, Mad that's Max. That's how I saw Joker. I saw Mad Max that way, which mm-hmm. I know is a travesty having watched that, that movie on such a small screen. You know, there's but... only like 14 pages of script. I believe it. Most of it is just cars crashing in a bunch yep. of desert and looking serious yeah. and explosions. Yeah, I, I, I actually saw Mad Max with James, ironically, at his house, but he has like an 85-inch oh, see, screen TV. See, I, that's how that movie demands to be watched. Yeah. So I, I, I do want to watch it again because even watching it on that small screen, I was just amazed at the cinematography oh, for and sure. how they pulled stuff off alone <laughs> practically. Yeah. Um, but anyway – Anyway, Kevin, I ru- can I ruin my favorite death for you, though, so I can t- tell somebody about it? Uh, sure. Because you know, you're I, never going to watch it. 
Not, I mean, and if I do, it'll be like a year from now. So go okay. ahead. Favorite. So deck. there's there's a scene with the Illuminati, Ooh. who is a Marvel group in a different dimension. There are an, yep. But Black Bolt is a member, and so they use the the okay. same Black Bolt from the guy that in the Inhumans. So same actor. Okay. Okay. Um, and so if you don't know him anything about him, he shoots like sound waves out of his mouth, so he doesn't talk because of how powerful it is. Oh wow! Okay, so so he's a so in a way he's a mutant, right? Exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> so so Wanda rolls up on all these people looking for something. I don't remember exactly what, and they like sort of like ha ha. We're gonna have Black Bolt roll up on you and destroy you, with one like one whisper of his voice. He's like, well, what with what mouth? And they scream to him, and he has no mouth, and he starts mumbling, and his brains blow out of his head. Because the sound couldn't get out. <laughs> Dude, it's awesome. <laughs> what? Yeah. So she just like erases his mouth? Yeah, so she then- rolls up on him because she's like super powerful Scar- Scarlet Witch. And they're like, haha, this guy's going to whisper and just and kill you. And she's like, oh yeah, well, boom. He doesn't have a mouth. He freaks out because he doesn't have a mouth and just mumbles. And it literally like blows the back of his head out. <laughs> Dude, Sam awesome. Raimi, man, that man and his brain. <laughs> but there's like five people, six people in the Illuminati at that point, and she like she kills all of them. She just destroys, like, just destroys all of them. It's awesome. Wow. Well, yeah, it just uh, more reason that uh, I will it, there will be a uh, yeah. snowflakes chance with Mephisto that I'm ever going to be able to see this movie with. Oh Mario, yeah, Margaret so. would not like this movie. It, there's a zombie Doctor Strange in it. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> With the yeah. wife. It's a Airplane fun watch for movie sure. it is. It's a fun watch for sure. Maybe I wonder when, it, wonder when it's going to come out on Disney+. Plus. Well, this is what I want to do on our uh, DGN weekend is maybe even watch some movies. Um, I, I got I to gotta oh, yeah. fit in I gotta fit in Secrets of Dumbledore now that it's out on HBO Max. Oh, is it? I haven't seen that yet either. Yep. It comes out this weekend. So I got a lot this weekend alone because I got to do Obi-Wan, then July Stran- 8th. Stranger Things. <laughs> July 8th is when Doctor yeah. Strange is on Disney Plus. Oh, that's just yeah. around the corner. I can wait yeah. till then. I can wait yeah. till then. But uh, all right, we need to wrap this up, get to our after show. Kevin, yeah, for sure. Always a pleasure. And always if you a pleasure. Who would like to join in said after shows? Join our Patreon program. It's fun. No, I'm not going to say anymore. Join Discord. We have lots of fun, and uh, we're going to get right to it. So thank you for joining us, and we will catch you later. Jagum nerds. See ya. Game over.